Hello, welcome back to the podcast This Week in Baseball. I'm your host, Young Sud. This is episode 7. Yes, I know it. For a fact, it is episode 7. So week 7 should be technically week 8. Again, I missed a week because I had a mic check problem. That's not going to happen anymore because I did a mic check like 30 seconds ago. So, thank you guys so much for listening wherever you may be. Whatever you may be doing. I really appreciate the support. Share the channel, share the podcast, and yeah, I really appreciate that. So, we're going to lead off with kind of the big news that kind of took over this week and give my thoughts and opinions on it. Uh, Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson, Fantasy Football, Mike Trout, all those together. So, here we go. If you don't know already, I'm sure some of you probably do Jock Peterson Tommy Pham Mike Trout were in a fantasy football league and fantasy football if you don't know gets very heated it's you know it's not something to mess around with everyone that partakes in it takes it pretty serious it's one of the best times and best things of the year for me personally look forward to and Apparently, these guys were in a in a league together with Mike Trout as commissioner. So, I don't know how Mike Trout and Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham got in a league with other players. I mean, it just seems kind of a random thing. You know, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure where the connection is where the, between those guys. And really, there isn't a connection because Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson did state that they don't really have much history together. They didn't talk much before. So, I'm not sure how they ended up in a league together. With Mike Trout's commission, just very odd. And apparently, Jock Peterson did something during the league last season that Tommy Fan took a exception to because he called it cheating, not playing by the rules. And so, the Giants were in Cincinnati this week, and Tommy Fan came out while the Giants were on the field taking BP, and he basically just slapped him. He, Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson, and Jock Peterson is a nice guy. He is didn't retaliate. You know, he's a pretty laid back guy, I guess. I mean, he, he does get very fiery, you know, the competitiveness, but laid back, chill dude. And uh, reporters asked him what was that about, and he explained what I just explained to you guys. And I guess Tommy Pham was upset because Jock Peterson sent a meme in the group text. Of the Dodgers and Giants and the Padres and it was about late uh, weightlifters and they were with lifting weights I, I'll get it right they're lifting weights and the Padres lifter couldn't lift the weight while the Giants and Dodgers lifter lifted the weights basically you know talking about last season's and out division race and Tommy Fan was a Padre of course last season and Apparently that meme or that joke made him pretty upset and he took exception to that along with the fantasy football all that together He was not very happy with Jock Peterson. So And then Mike Trout and then Tommy Pham came out and said comments about Mike Trout actually today or yesterday and You know Mike Trout also being the laid-back guy that he is, you know They didn't really care. I mean it is what it is, right? So Jock Peterson is a Dodger legend He's completely fine in this case to me. Tommy Pham, on the other hand, 
big Evander Kane energy with Tommy Pham, you know. Um, he's a Las Vegas guy, so talks about being a high roller at the casino. I mean, do you, Tommy, but just just not not very cool of you, Tommy. All right, let's not do that again. You know, you got to play for your career. You're batting like 220 right now. You got you to step it up a little bit. All right. So that's all on that. Moving on to the RBI leader, Jose Ramirez, who doesn't get talked about very much being in Cleveland. Now, he did, he did sign a, a contract extension with the Guardians before the season began for about seven years, I think. Pretty cheap deal because they are the Guardians, right? Um, and, yeah, he's leading the Major League Baseball with 52 ribbies right now. And they played like 50 games, so he's on pace to get 162 RBIs. That's that's pretty insane. I don't know what the the highest RBI is. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna say it's like 140 or 150. I'm, I'm I know for a fact somebody has reached 140. I don't know about 150, but they've been up there. So I mean, he's on pace to get an RBI every single game. So Jose Ramirez got to give him credit where to do. He's He's tearing it up out in Cleveland. Switching over to the Bay Area, Oakland. So a few weeks ago, I, as I said many times already, I made a podcast and I didn't have a podcast on it. And I talked about Oakland and their problems. And I'm going to touch on that today because it's, it's kind of resurfacing. Well, it's been a story all year. So I thought, okay, why not today I talk about it? Oakland needs to relocate, okay? The Athletics need to relocate. People want to talk about garbage ownership, and I... That's true. I would agree with that. But at the same time, we've seen teams in Oakland leave Oakland over the last five years, right? Why is that? So besides the ownership, right? Because I don't think the Warriors are necessarily have bad ownership. So, it's not ownership there, right? And again, Oracle Arena is right next to the Oakland Coliseum. That's where the Warriors and Aids played and the Raiders played. And we've seen the Raiders depart for Las Vegas a few years ago. It's been a great move for them. So, I don't see why the A's don't leave Oakland. I, I get it, you want to be loyal, but really, like, there's no loyalty in this at this point. Oakland, again, I haven't been to Oakland in a long time. Um, but they need to relocate. The city is just not up to par, it's not up to standards. The Howard Terminal Stadium proposal, it's just not going to work. They, they got to move to Vegas. It's the right move for everyone involved, Okay. It, it just makes so much sense to move to Vegas. The uh, Oakland A's AAA team is already in Vegas, okay? It just makes sense. It, it just makes too much sense not to move them to Las Vegas. I, I don't understand what the holdup is. I hope we get a, a conclusion by this season or by the end of this year at least, I mean, of what's going to happen. What is going to happen with Oakland and the A's and the Coliseum? Because that stadium is just, it's just not good. It's the worst in baseball. And there's only like 2,000 fans. There's more fans at a minor league game 
pick your state and city. There's more fans there than Oakland to watch a major league baseball game. So the A's need to relocate. Vegas is a great community. I'm not sure how many A's fans will you know will be there, but I'm sure they'll have a pretty good following to start, and they will fill up the stadium when they do build it, and they'll be just fine in Vegas. I really have no doubt about that. I have no doubt about that. They will be very supported in Las Vegas for sure. It just makes so much more sense from a logistical standpoint, money standpoint. I don't, I don't understand what the holdup is, but I want to see them do it. I really want to see them do it. So, athletics, if you're listening to this, do it. Make the move. Everyone will be happy. Happy trails to J Hap, J J Hap, J A Hap. I used to call him J A Hap, J Hap. I know one of them he doesn't like. I forgot at this point, but J J A Hap, J Hap. Happy trails. He just retired. Pretty good career in Major League Baseball. Again, wasn't a top tier pitcher. Wasn't a bottom tier pitcher. He was a middle tier pitcher. Three four starter. Put up solid innings. Solid career. So, congrats to him and Russell Martin also just announced retirement um, he was out of the league for about a couple of years now so he officially announced his retirement again I know Russell Martin pretty well with the Dodgers he had a couple stints with the Dodgers when I first started watching baseball back in like 08, 07, 09 um, Russell Martin was the Dodger catcher and I grew up with Russell Martin and, and you know he was he was a good catcher. He wasn't great. He wasn't bad. He was a good catcher. Solid. What, what do you want in a catcher, right? You want good defense and, and a good framing guy. And that's what Russell Martin was And in his last season with the Dodgers, I think 2019. And he was pretty good with us, too. And then, so congratulations to Russell Martin on a really good career. And I think he's pursuing golf now. Like a professional golf career. So happy trails to Russell Martin. Happy trails to Dallas Keuchel. I'm not sure if he's going to retire. He just got DFA'd by the White Sox. I think there's still uh, 20-something million dollars left on his deal this year. White Sox took a big blow with that deal. You know, ever since Keuchel left Houston, I questioned the move at first because I thought that was just the perfect fit for him. I don't know why he would leave Houston, but they didn't bring him back. And he went to Chicago, and it's not worked out. And... He's looking for a team that could pick him up. I'm not sure if somebody will. I hope it's not the Dodgers. I'm going to be honest right now. Please do not be the Dodgers. I mean, we don't need him. We don't. Someone else could take a flyer on him and, and give him a shot, but not the Dodgers. Okay. And to close out the podcast, we're going to look around the league. Every couple weeks, we'll look around the league and see the division leaders. Starting the National League, we got the Los Angeles Dodgers leading the NL West. They should win the West. I'm not sure if the Padres or Giants are going to be there. Again, the Padres are close, about three games back. We'll see if it stays that way throughout the season. It's possible. The Milwaukee Brewers lead the National League Central with the Cardinals closely behind them. I think that race is going to be interesting throughout the whole year. That race, I think, will be up for grabs. NL Central, Cardinals, or Brewers, who's going to take it? 
where the Brewers have had the lead for a bit of a while now. The New York Mets lead the NL East, and honestly, honestly, like, is it too early to say that they have the division wrapped up? I mean, they lead by 11 games. They lead the division by 11 games. So instead of somebody catching up to them, they're just they're just going further away. So 11 game lead on June 1st. That is remarkable. I mean, at this point, as the street sweeper goes by, at this point, I don't know if someone's going to catch up to them. And to the American League, we got the Houston Astros leading the AL West. You know, the Angels have lost six in a row. And I, I tried believing in them because they've just been so mediocre. Like, Mike Shaw is a world-class talent. And I want to see him do well. But the fans and just make it hard to root for them. And honestly, I'm not even that mad that they suck again. So I think the Astros run away with the division probably. Minnesota Twins are leading the AL Central. That surprises me, as you could tell. That really surprises me. I did not see the Twins being this good. I know some of you did. I didn't see it, but it'll be interesting to see if they can snap their playoff drought this year if they do make it into the playoffs. And the Yankees lead the AL East. The Rays and the Blue Jays will be there. Okay, They're going to challenge the Yankees. They're not too far behind. We'll see how the division plays out, but the Yankees do look good this season. So that means the Yankees and Dodgers, like I said, do have the best record in baseball. So, just saying. Anyways, that's going to wrap up the podcast this week in baseball. Thank you guys so much for watching episode 7, or excuse me, listening. I'll get it right, you know, I'll get used to the podcast format. And again, I really have fun with it. And, and yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening, wherever you may be. And I hope you guys tune in and join me next week on This Week in Baseball. Bye-bye.